0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us again on the podcast. Um, thanks for everyone who's been reaching out on social media. I'd like to hear from, especially some of the internationals, the people who maybe, uh, really people who haven't met us, the ones who, uh, the ones who uh, we met some folks in Orlando, uh, Tabitha and Brandon. Shout out to you guys for coming in. Introducing yourself, Uh, Tabitha has been a long-time listener. Long time, I mean, we've been doing this podcast for like three months now. But um, uh, yeah, shout out to you guys. But if you're international, if you're outside of Florida, if you're if you haven't met us in the flesh, we'd like to know you. How did you hear about the podcast? You guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Today we're going to talk about tunnel vision. You know, being in sales for um, as long as uh, I was, I got to see this firsthand where people you know, when, especially in the, the realm of finances, people go after things when people start to realize, Hey, my future is, depends largely on what, uh, uh, largely on what I put into the effort that I put into life. You know, you meet people, I have a, um, a buddy of mine who has a neighbor who, um, is kind of a shut in, you know, like lives by himself, um, has one couch in there. Someone else pays the rent, doesn't leave the home, you know, in his twenties, Still finishing up high school, and just like no energy to live, to get out and like be something. And like that can happen. People can get discouraged early on. They can try and do something and get discouraged. And if you find yourself discouraged about advancement in life, just uncertain about the future, God wants to, God wants you to know, first of all, that he has a plan where you're moving forward in life, where you're gaining ground. But we're going to talk about something that I believe will help people just grow as people. You know, one of the things that we see, and I call it tunnel vision, but where people get so focused on one area of their life that when it doesn't go well, it's like life is falling down around them. Sales can be that way. It's kind of an all-in thing. The The job that we had was a uh, it was based around a, a summer sales position. So even though we worked at it full-time, it was like these four months, four and a half months, 20 weeks basically of like six days a week, 60 hours a week of out working hard, just putting in full effort. And for some people that we hired, they had never worked a hard job. You know, for them, hard work was like, Well, you know, I check my phone every other hour. That was like hard work, you know? The idea of not taking any break for nine hours and working hard and not taking a lunch break and just being a person who's like full effort was something that they learned. But we see people who are kind of on the other end. They've got good discipline. They are dedicated, especially like military types, like good discipline, dedicated. Um, They're not gonna be the person that's gonna be slacking. We had a guy who, uh, you know... came out for work, um, after a few, uh, like a month and a half went home, you know, didn't, d- couldn't keep up with the sales quota that was there, got sent home. We got a package in the mail to the local office and it was his binder, his like sales binder, and it was found by the Parks and Rec Department. We found this uh, binder in one of our parks here, and it looked important, so we thought we'd send it back to you. And so he had been, when he should have been working, was just chilling at the park in his turf, you know, and like, oh, uh, that's why he didn't make sales, is because he wasn't working. So there's some people, it's like, you have people who you have to work laziness out of, and then you have people who are hard workers. They've been raised to give full effort. They understand that their work represents Jesus, and they've got that basis, right? But Uh, beyond that, there's this thing that happens in tunnel vision where people get so focused that it's like everything in their life aims towards this one area that they're pursuing. And when things don't go like, like they wanted to, things don't go like they planned, someone else is doing better than them. There's a lot of factors. It's almost like emotionally, they can't handle it. Mentally, it becomes difficult and it's tunnel vision. And so this was a training that I didn't come up with. Troy Bravenbar, who, uh, who's a good friend of mine. This was a training that I heard from him early on in our, our uh, sales career. Uh, but he um, he talked about five the five pillars of your life and the five areas of your life and pursuing advancement in every area. Now, not rapid advancement. You know, one of the things the mistakes people make is when they wanna start a discipline is they like they're like all in but too far in. Like a daily discipline to prayer, but they go from zero to a hundred miles an hour too quickly, you know? People who have never fasted before, who are like, I'm going to fast and pray for 21 days. Like, first of all, if you've never fasted and prayed for one day, that's a very good place to start. How about one meal? Like if you say, man, it's been on my heart. I hear people talking about fasting and prayer. I've never fasted and prayed as a Christian. How about you say, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to skip breakfast and I'm only going to, I'm going to eat my first meal at 1 PM and I'm going to wake up and I'm going to pray. And the time I would spend... Eating the 30 minutes I would spend eating, I'm gonna pray in tongues. And there's maybe three or four prayer points that I'm gonna write down. I'm gonna pray for my family, I'm gonna pray for my pastor, I'm gonna pray for God's will for my life, I'm gonna pray for grace, and I'm gonna pray for the my country, right? And you like write down these things that you're gonna pray about. And you take the time and you pray. If you're a person who normally eats breakfast, if you're a person who doesn't eat breakfast, that's not gonna do anything. You skip lunch then. Make it where you feel it, and you replace the eating with reading the word and with 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 prayer, right? And so you start off one thing at a time. But taking these five pillars that I'm going to cover with you, uh, these five categories, and looking for advancement, continual advancement in all of these areas. So number one is spiritual, the most important. You know, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world but to lose his own soul? You look at people who are excellent in one area, excellent at their job, you know, excellent at uh, really rich, really done well in business, but ultimately... Bible says that it's foolish people who don't seek God. You know, the the truly wise person is the person that seeks God. You take into account the the whole of time, which also is over into eternity. People who look only at this life and say, man, my life on earth, I want to be successful. My perfect, describe your perfect life. And they say, well, you know, get a good education, uh, get a good job, make good money, uh, investment decisions, retire at 55 have a boat, have two houses, millionaire, leave money for my kids, have a good family, you know, own a business, be worry-free. And that's like, and stay out of, stay out of, uh, uh, trouble with the law. Right. So like perfect life, right. Live long, be healthy, right. Perfect life. The truly wise person realizes that even our 90, 100 years on this earth is just a glimpse. is just a glimmer. is just a, uh, a snap compared to eternity. So, What's most important? It's eternity. So even if it means, if I had to choose between miserable life on this earth, uh, prison, you know, trapped in solitary confinement for all of my days, but eternity in heaven, I would pick that over gaining the whole world, but not making it to heaven. Now, the good thing is you don't have to choose. That isn't the decision. Do you want to serve Jesus and live in solitary confinement? Like you, you can have both, right? You can have uh, you can be promoted by the Lord. You can be lifted up by the Lord. You can be advanced by the Lord. My brother and I are a story of people who came from Africa. My dad died when I was three and God's, he's the, God's the only one that could do it. called, called me to preach the gospel when I was about to turn eight years old, brought the family to America with a single mom, brought us into this local church, uh, raised us up in the gospel, went to Bible school, now successful in business, now we're in the ministry and Tim's still in business and and winning uh, nationwide sales awards. Like crazy. Only God could do that. So you don't have to choose. But the number one most important thing is spiritual. So what does spiritual advancement look like? Well, the Lord leads you. This is where hearing the voice of the Spirit of God, the Lord will lead you. But really it comes down to word you being in the word. So, for some spiritual advancement may be, you know what, you already read the word 30 minutes a day. So, spiritual advancement may be taking one day a week where you set aside an extra 45 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour and you study on a certain topic. Hey, I I want to get a I wouldn't get a good grounding in divine health on being healed. That sickness is a lie of the devil and you start to study. So, you you're taking ground spiritually. And so then the next category is financial. Man, having a plan is so important. And, and uh, a financial plan isn't, I'm going to work well, I'm going to work hard. Like that's part of it, but have a specific financial plan. It feels good to save money. If you're making a job, if you're, if you're making, if you're earning money, you should be saving. Well, I don't, I can't afford to save. Well, make changes in your life to where you can afford to save, make different spending changes, right? It feels good. It would be better to eat differently and eat out less. We talked about that in a previous podcast but eat out less so that you can save. Even if it's, hey, I'm saving 5% of my paycheck every week is going to savings. It should be more. It should be 10%. It should get up to 20%. But 5% of my paycheck is going to savings, having a financial plan. So what are you doing financially? So that's number two. Number three is physically. Your body matters. We are stewards of our body. When when God gave us this body, yes, there's divine healing. And yes, there's certain things that honestly we we can't help. There's there's stuff in the atmosphere. There's 4G becoming 5G, which is supposed to have radiation effect, right? There's certain things that are out of our control. A lot of the food we eat, even the organic food is not as healthy as it should be. There's things that are outside of our control, but there are things that are in our control. Soda is not good for you. It's bad for you. You should not drink soda, period. Not diet soda, not soda. You can drink soda water, which doesn't have any sugar, which doesn't have any calories. And and don't drink diet sugar. It's not a calorie thing. It's a fake sugar thing. Soda is terrible for you. You look at soda. I want you to do this. If you drink soda, I want you to look look at the amount of grams of sugar on the back and go online. So, if you drink a, t- I looked at someone's ginger, ginger ale the other day, 20 ounce uh, bottle of ginger ale, 60 grams of sugar. That's 14 tablespoons of sugar. Go home, get a tablespoon measurement, get a bag of sugar pour that sugar into a cup and look at that sugar. And the next time before you drink a soda, instead of drinking a soda, you actually have to just eat that spoon, those spoonfuls of sugar mouth by mouth and realize how much sugar you're drinking and doing that. Sugar is an enemy to your body. It's fine if it's fruit, but cutting out sugar, there's things that you can make. We, we're not gonna spend time on that. Maybe that's a future podcast on like how to, how to not how to not be an idiot when it comes to your body. Like if you're drinking diet soda, shame on you. The Lord will set you free. Like for me, it's water and it's coffee. I love good coffee, um, water and coffee. I used to drink a lot of fruit juice. Fruit juice is not actually good for you. I stopped drinking fruit juice. That's one way that you'll lose your stomach. If you're if you're a little bit overweight and you say my stomach's bigger than I want it to be, you cut out the sugar in your beverages and it'll help. If you're drinking Coffee, I I drink coffee with no sugar and I do half and half, but no sugar. I'm not consuming calories for the most part, right? So soda. So that's physical. Exercising. Exercising is a part of life. It's a part of who we are. It's a natural thing. This is the first time, you know, the last hundred years where people could live a sedentary lifestyle. Before this, everyone was active, sitting behind a desk. You have to choose to be active. For us now, our job now is behind a desk, right? For most of it. It wasn't before I was working. I was walking three to five miles a day. So what am I doing? I'm running three times a week now where I was running once a week. I ran nine miles this morning, 9.4 miles. I'm training for a marathon. So picking it up. So so gaining in an area. Number four, relational, your relationships. There's people that you should have, that you should reach out to. I'm not saying go back to old friends who are bad influences, but people call your grandma. Call your mom, spend 30 minutes on the phone, work on a relationship, something that you know, a a relationship that you know is worth investing in. Hey, make time. I know we get busy, but make time. Hey, can I take you out for coffee? Hey, let me invest in relationships. Some people are more like that. Some people want that stuff. Other people have to make an effort towards that. But uh, relational. And the number five is educational. How are you growing? How are you betting yourself as a person? We should be reading books. There should be ways that we're improving. Uh, studying, studying is a part of life. The Bible says study to show yourself approved. So obviously number one, we study the word, but what book are you reading to improve yourself? What is your education that your extra education where you don't have to? Many people who are listening are in Bible school and you have required reading. I'm going to say this and I'll keep saying it. Don't be the person who just does the minimum. Be the person who has one extra book per quarter that you're reading, even if you read three pages a day, but something that just sets you apart from everyone else and you say, I'm not a minimum person. But you know what happens when we do this is you get to the place where if one area isn't going well, hey, something comes up financially. Now, again, we're tithing. So we understand the principles in God's word. But when something comes up that there's another area, people get into sales. And when they're not selling like they think they should, it's like everything's falling down because everything in their life is just aimed at their business where you should be taking ground. You should be working out. You should be making uh, progress in other areas. So for me now, there's there's things that, you know, we expect to go a certain way and maybe they don't, but there's, I'm taking ground in other areas. I'm intermittent fasting. So i wake up. I eat at 10 a.m. and I stop eating at six. I only eat for those eight hours a day, right? And this is a change and it's been a hard change, but it's it's something that I just started doing the last week and I'm giving it three weeks and then I'll uh, reevaluate from there. But even this running three times a week, so I'm making progress and it makes you a person who becomes a person of just making progress. You don't have to make radical changes. I'm not asking you to go run nine miles today. You shouldn't. You'll actually like really hurt yourself if you haven't run in a while, but do something, whatever it is. Hey, I'm going to start by jogging a mile. I don't care if it takes you 16 minutes, 18 minutes, like do something that's improving you in those areas. God wants us to become uh, uh, whole people and, and improve. But this makes it where when tunnel vision tries to come, you can look back and be like, look, life is good. One of these areas, maybe if you're in business and you've had a setback, man, I'm still doing good in these other areas. And I believe the Lord's going to help bring the area that maybe I'm not doing as well and up to scratch. The Lord, even as I'm speaking, putting things on your heart, things that you know you should do, it just takes a decision. I'm going to be the person. If you need a commitment, uh, uh, if you need a accountability, hey, I'm going to do this with you. Hey, I'm committing to do this. You can You can send me a message on Instagram, or if you have someone, hey, a friend who's going to join you with it, improving your diet. Young people, take it seriously. Look at the back of what you're eating. If it says uh, monosodium glutamate on it, don't eat it. It's terrible for you. It's so bad. You should leave that stuff alone. So get educated, improve, read books, study the word of God and see yourself improve. you, You wake up excited because you're taking territory. We love you. Hopefully you enjoyed this podcast. It's time to get rid of tunnel vision. Let's aim and let 2019 be the best year of our lives. We love you. We'll see you soon.